Hello and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Cars with me, Tyreek. At the moment, I'm actually pretty sick, so bear with me. This episode um, might be short, might be a little bit longer, like 25 minutes. You know, I run this shit by myself. Oh, if you don't know what this podcast is about, uh, like it says in the title, Let's Talk Cars, we talk about cars, but I do branch out from that sometimes. I talk about cars, talk about engines, talk about trucks, or anything that piques my interest automotively. And no, this isn't about a guide. This isn't about anything related to a mechanic. I just like to speak my piece and speak my mind. I'm just a young guy that enjoys classic cars and enjoys classic things. And uh, most of the things that I talk about, I've either been in them or worked with them or something where I've physically been in the presence of one. So that's the gist of me. Uh, If you enjoy this or if you listen to any of my other episodes and you enjoy them, Share it, if you please. Subscribe, depending on which one, wherever I'm at. And uh, follow, you know, follow the podcast and definitely continue to listen. Uh, You know, vehicles are forever. Anyway, today what we're talking about is basically the letters that define our cause. And I'm talking about the... GM General Motors letters, not, you know, like LTX or whatever the hell or the, um, I, I don't know, or SRT or whatever that, you know what I mean? I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about A body, B body, G body, F body. That's what I'm talking about today. Now, where did they come from? General Motors. Uh, General Motors company was been around for a long ass time and they have labeled uh, a whole bunch of damn cars with letters and you know they base it off of generation by generation by generation by generation and today that's actually what I'm talking about so There are, of course, a whole bunch of, you know, contingencies, a whole bunch of technicalities that occurred when GM switched over their whole platform and all switched over the entire A-body platform in the 80s and all that stuff. So I'm not going to get into that. I'm going to keep it generalized for what the majority of stuff was. And uh, we will then go from there. So, like I said, I'm six. If you hear me sniffle or something, bear with me. So, you know, GM has been produced for, has been producing vehicles for a long ass time. And they have a whole bunch of body type families. And they use, you know, the alphabet to separate them. Like I said before. And from 1945, 1946, all the way to the 1980s, they began using the standard set of body style codes. And it was, when it first started, it was A, B, C, and D. Four letter designations um, were what they needed at, at that time. 
for like the lineups that they would push out. And at the time, it I believe the letters also corresponded with whatever I think like the fourth letter of the car's VIN at the time, but that was in those early years. But now, or well, you know, a little bit, damn, a little bit farther down the way, there's a whole bunch of different stipulations and shit that have, you know, occurred. So it worked simply like this, you know. There were a bunch of A bodies, B bodies, C bodies, D bodies, and... It basically changes a lot over time, and I'll explain exactly what I mean. Because the only explanation that I can really come up with is just because it got really confusing with GM. Because with GM, what they did was, like I said, they split it by generations. So from 1946 to 1950, not 1950, 1960, the A bodies, the B bodies, you know, those body styles are labeled as such. And they didn't add well, more letters until later on in like the 70s, but they just reused the same letters. So they use the same letters to identify, you know, totally different cars. It just depends on the generation. So, like, you could have a A body that could be a fucking 1956 Chevy. Uh, Bel Air, or you could have a 65 Oldsmobile, or you could have the uh, 80s Regal, and they would all be considered A bodies because it goes through the generations. It depends on which generation of car you're talking about, or you know, or the context that you're in. So, you know, of course, there's a bunch of stuff that I put together, you know, handy charts to where they tell you everything and they try to give you as much detail into what the hell is actually being discussed and what you're actually supposed to do. You know what I mean? Or what or what is what? Now, I actually have access to one of these charts. So I'll run down a few of these. I'm going to just go through the A, B, C, and Ds as quickly as possible. Uh, they did have X, Y, and E's and all that stuff, but I personally don't care. But so I'm going to just give you a, you know what I mean? So from the 1946 to 1960, a bodies consisted of Chevy 150, 210s, Bel Airs, the Del Rays, um, the Impala, the El Camino, had the Pontiac Chieftain, oh, Pontiac Star Chief, Super Chief, the Bonneville, Ventura, the Catalina. B bodies were mainly for Buick and Oldsmobile for like two decades or two and a half decades with the Oldsmobile 88, the 98, Starfire 98, Buick, one of the first centuries and the LeSabres came out, Sea Bodies was Roadmasters, the Buick Roadmaster, uh, then Cadillac, the Fleetwood, the 60 Special Series, um, the 62 Series, Eldorado, and the first DeVille. 
and D-Body was, of course, for the Cadillac 75s. Now, that's just the 1946 to 1960s, you know what I mean? After that, they brought a different... It was a different, you know, uh, different style of cars. You know, the sleek spaceship-like stylings of that era of the 1940s and 1950s was done. It was all about what the young people wanted, and they switched up a whole bunch of designs. And here we get A-bodies now are like the Buick Skylarks, um, the Chevy Chevelle, the Malibus, the El Camino, the SS. You know, some of them, they maintain that. They maintain the same name. But they look completely different. And you can see it through the generations because you could look at a 1980s Camaro and it'll be considered, I think, 1980, a 1980s Camaro is a F body. I have one. I should know this. I, a 1980s Camaro is considered a freaking F body. But if you were to go back to 1960, just 20 years before, it's an A-body. So, like I say, it depends on the generation that you're discussing. And that is where I believe GM fucked up. I'm not going to lie. When I first first heard it or when I first, you know, dived into F-body, A-body, at first, I thought it was, you know, through the generations. Like, I thought every car made from 1960 to 1965, because they followed that same block platform, or blocky-like platform, sorry, except for maybe the Impala, because that that went through some changes during that time frame. But I thought, basically, 1960, 1970, A-body. 1970, 1980, B-body. <laughs> And then they just said, fuck it with the 80s. That's what I thought. But clearly I was wrong because they had different body styles during that time frame. They had A, B, C, D. And then they just kept adding more letters. They took X, Y, and Y away. Then they brought in E, F, G, J. I don't know what they were thinking when they came up with this. It's honestly, in my personal opinion, the worst possible shit. It's too confusing. It's the worst possible system. It's fucking ridiculous. But what I do say is I do care for the cars that they have brought forth. I do care for what GM has done. Like, I've been behind Skylarks. I've been behind shit. I've been behind Wildcats. I've been behind Impalas. I've been behind Caminos. I've been behind shit a Bel Air at one point in time. Uh, been behind El Regal. Been behind Cutlass. Been behind the Pontiac Le Mans, the GTO. By the way, that's that, that episode might be coming next. I'm gonna discuss that shit. Um. I've been behind shit, the Caprices. Um, I've been behind a lot of GM cars. The Riviera. Um, shit, the the Firebird. <laughs> the Monte Carlo. There's that. Uh, I've been behind a Pontiac Grand Prix. I've driven that. Then 
the Novas, the SS. I've been behind. Damn, I'm trying to think. I've been behind a lot. The Saber, I've been behind. I think I said Camaros already. Most of the cars have the same name, like I said, but if you consider the cars of the generations, they look completely fucking different, and it pisses me off. And when GM first started, they started it with different, um, as well as uh, the drivetrain. Because they'd have rear-wheel drive, you know, coupes or whatever were normally A-bodies. And then the front wheel or something like that were B or C-bodies. And then, like I said, in 1980s, all that shit switched up. The cars that were once considered A-body rear-wheel drive are now front-wheel drive. And they have totally different body styles. Everything is fucking curvy for what goddamn purpose. Because I don't know, I don't know what, between... 1980, don't get me wrong, some of the cars did look good, but let's say late 1980s, like 88, 88, 89, into the 2000s, I don't know what the fuck y'all designers were thinking, but all those shits are hideous. (laughs) Hideous. Y'all was thinking too sleek and too... I don't, I don't know what was going on with that generation, but it was bad. It was bad. Monte Carlo's got a makeover that look, ugh. Don't get me wrong, I still drive that motherfucker, but ugh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's a whole bunch of Cadillacs, the DeVilles, I've been behind that. Um, that's about it. I think that's it for me. Yeah, I haven't been behind a lot. Well, I've been by most of it, and I have been by multiple generations of it as well. So that's why I can safely tell you that GM did actually do that, where they'll have an A-body of 1960s, would be like uh, an Impala. And then you take into A-body in the 70s or 80s, and you'd find like... um, a Malibu or something, you know what I mean? Or you'd find, um, damn, I'm trying to think. <laughs> what would be the right one? Okay, yeah. So let's say an A body in the 1960s would be a Camaro. Then in the 80s, it's now an F body because they radically changed the styling of the car. And I think that's where those things came from not necessarily about because like when they first started I, I think they did have a plan but then they just started changing it based on the body style of the car so as the opinions of the younger people or as the opinions of the designers changed and it made things look different made things look sleeker or tried to make things look sleeker and better which they failed at as the generations moved on the letters that define our cars changed. Like you can see, uh, like you can see, if you were to compare a B body Lesabre 
of let's say the sixties to a let's say we're to an eighty let's say, but you can clearly tell, you know, there's big differences, drastic fucking differences in the way that the car looks and the way that the car feels as well. So this wasn't really a guide. It wasn't really a definition. Really, it was just a matter of what the fuck was GM thinking when they made that. Eh, who knows? Honestly, who cares? Just something that was on my mind. I felt like discussing. I felt like talking about. I'm glad you could listen if you did. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your week. Enjoy your days. Enjoy your nights. And if you enjoyed this, feel free to you know share and follow wherever you're hearing this on. And definitely, you know, hit me up on my social medias at Tyreek Waldron. That's T-A-R-I-G-W-A-L-D-R-O-N. On Instagram, Twitter, even YouTube. Hit me up on those things and I can in turn respond to whatever you have to say or whatever you, you know, may want me to talk about. I don't know. Anything like that. Anything you may want to hear my opinion of or my opinion on, or if you just got some questions, whatever the case may be, but check into that. And that's about it for me. Have a, like I said, wonderful day, night, weekend, all that good stuff. And uh, peace.